Hey, this is Michael, and you're listening to the WDW Chronicle Podcast, Episode 10. really develop something that, uh, well, just more than an entertainment enterprise. It's, uh, it's something that uh, contributes to many other ways. My company shall run on down the street, ladies and gentlemen. Don't miss it. It's here. Welcome to this week's episode of the WDW Chronicle Podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Tiffany. And on this week's podcast, we're going to be going over some news of the week and then jumping into what we consider the best or our favorite attractions with our first news item this uh, labor day at the edison you can celebrate with a gatsby evening Ooh, that sounds like fun the edison at disney springs is hosting a gatsby evening on september 2nd priced at 75 dollars per person plus tax and gratuity with these festivities you can get all jazz dialed up and your best flapper attire jazzed up in your 1920s style suits and dance the night away in style. From the moment you step on the red carpet and enter the opulent party setting, be prepared to be entertained. From flare tenders serving swanky spirits, flying aerial champagne performers, burlesque dancers, cigar rollers, a live band, stilt walkers, and more, you will be dazzled till the end. Sip complimentary bubbles of is it Moet, Mo, Moet, Moet, Champagne, and enjoy the... Edison's full food and beverage menu for a purchase. So, for $75, you get you in the door with some food and uh, some, looks like, free champagne, but you got to pay for everything else. What do you think that's worth it? How much is it? 75 a person. For what? Champagne and all these performers hmm. and some food. I think the performers would make it worth it. Definitely be pretty cool. A, a Gatsby party would... Yeah. Probably be one to go to. So we're going to go down over Labor Day? Is that what you're telling me? And then the next few weeks, right before we go to Ireland? Mm-hmm, why not? Yeah, why not? We can check tickets. The next news item, identical twin sisters who married identical twin brothers are in a joint honeymoon at Disney. Oh, that's adorable. I don't know if you saw this earlier this month, but it's two sets of twins that got married at near the same time. And they decided to take a honeymoon together. And they're ending at the most magical place on Earth, Walt Disney World. Both, or I should say all four, are 24 years old. They look the exact same. And on this <laughs> Disney trip, they wore the exact same things. No, they didn't. Wow. It's kind of freaky. Isn't that freaky? How do you know whose husband? So if they accidentally mix up one another, is that considered cheating? And they they got to have a stamp or something on them. A stamp. A tramp stamp. Something that identifies or one of those them. Tattoos that say like I belong to so and so. they're quoted here as saying there's a woman at a church who is like you guys just need to marry brothers and get a duplex. And that's what they did. And we were just like, "Oh, okay, that's a funny story." But it just became our reality because they are moving in together. They're moving in together, yep. the twins are. I think that's that's a little too much. Yeah, that's a lot. I yeah. I don't think that I could commit to something like that. So it wasn't the heat that was making you see double. You were actually seeing double if you saw them in the parks. <laughs> did you make that up yourself? I sure did. Oh, I'm proud of you. All right, last bit of news. Mickey's Not So Scary starts tomorrow, Friday. So if you're hearing this, it might be today. That is crazy. 
crazy. And it's starting it's, August 17th. That's insane. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm listening to uh, my Halloween podcast, or not podcast, my Halloween playlist right now. Well, and what did you make me watch last night? I made him watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, yeah, Disney has corrupted my wife into thinking Halloween starts when Disney says it starts. And the fall decorations may come out this weekend. It's on my list of things to do before Ireland, so why not procrastinate this weekend? Yeah, I guess. Put out the decorations. So this year's tickets are uh, $79 for adults, anybody nine years and older, and kids can get in up for $5 cheaper at $74. What's kids? Kids are three to nine. So, if your kid is younger than three, you can get them in for free. Another way to save money in Disney World. If it's free, it's for me. That's right. And that's it for news, so we'll get into the main event of this podcast. Our best or favorite attractions in Walt Disney World. And what we decided to do is split this up by park instead of trying to rank them all. So we'll we'll run down each park and see what... Each of us thinks our favorite and see if we have any matches on the list. Oh, I'm sure we do. Well, do we want to start out with Magic Kingdom? Sure. And do you want to go first? Okay. So the very first, I kind of did these in like the, the order that I like to go on them. When we go into the parks, like we have to do this. If we're only going to go on one attraction, this is the one attraction. Oh, that's interesting. On. So you, you gauged them by, I didn't even think of that. I just. So, my very first one was Haunted Mansion. That's your top, huh? That's my top one. I mean, there's a, a bunch of top ones, but Haunted Mansion is by far one of my favorite attractions in Disney. And I don't know why. I think I'm just so intrigued by the the attraction itself and the facade and, I don't know, the spooky-ish atmosphere. Ish atmosphere. I was thinking today when I was staring at my uh, computer desktop of... The Haunted Mansion, how neat would it be to build a real-life real, real replica of the Haunted Mansion that you lived in? Well, we basically have friends that have a real-life replica of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm they talking... they got the, the conservatory. I'm talking the exterior and everything. You have the tower and all like that. It looks like the Haunted Mansion. We love you, Edmund It does not look like the Haunted Mansion. It just looks Especially when she's fancy. got it all decked out for Halloween and... I could definitely go without the, uh, the let me out, let me out. No, oh, yeah. Oh man, we could build that in, and you just flip the switch. Oh every, my gosh, it would be terrifying. But my every favorite, Halloween, my favorite part of the whole attraction is the ballroom scene, and I could just sit and watch that forever. One of the things I wish I had done on my CP was do the behind the scenes of the haunted mansion. Do you know what that special effect is called? holograms it's called pepper's ghost okay other than that that's all i got on that but that is definitely on my list it's i wouldn't say it's the first thing i would run to do when we get to the magic kingdom oh but i just love like being in the especially at night when there's the fake lightning and and the spooky lights and and the mist Yeah, it's neat. And I like going through the queue, even though most of the time it doesn't work, but... And laughing at Yeah, they always seem to have it off or something. It's not as... I mean, we were down there when that queue first opened back up, Mm -hmm. and it was really interactive, but it's not as interactive as it was. Every time we go through it, 
it's all off, it seems. And I'm excited because um, it, from what I've heard, they're doing another Haunted Mansion film. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. They're doing all the attractions again, so. Yeah, and I mean, Haunted Mansion already has a film that Eddie Murphy starred in, but it was kind of lame. Oh, flat. There was definitely some parts where I was like, ooh, that's a little scary, but for the most part, well, I would like to see. kids movie, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? I'd like to see something something else be created from that attraction. Well, I guess I'll uh, say so my, my, first one. my very first thing that, you know, I like to do every time we go to the Magic Kingdom is ride the Walt Disney World train. It's the very first thing we do, folks. No, not all the time. I do allow us to walk by, but that's the first thing I would like to do is go straight up to the Main Street uh, train station and we ride the train all the way around the park. Yeah, and then I'd go again if somebody would let me. But well, see, here's the thing about the train: is that the train is a good one when you've been walking all day and you're hot and sweaty, and all you want to do is sit down for a good twenty minutes. I'd ride the train for two hours. The train's good anytime. <laughs> But it's especially good it's when a, my dog's hurt. It's a steam engine. We saw it get filled that one time. How neat is that? That was pretty cool. We got to see it filled. And you think, holy crap, it is actually a steam train. And the sad thing is, is the train's going to be down for quite a while. Yeah. With the building of the new Tron attraction. What? Is it going to be actually down, or are they just going to do a, a back and forth loop between... I, the article I read said it was going to be down for a while. Because remember when they were building New Fantasyland, they... Just shut that part down yeah. for a while. You could go on it, but it would stop and come back. No, I think it's... I think, I think it would stop and come back, right? Or no, it just wouldn't tr- stop at that train station. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. Something weird like Anyway. Well, what's next on your uh, Magic Kingdom uh, must-do attraction? Or- oh, I lost it. Lost my list. So the next one on my list is Peter Pan's Flight. So we don't usually get to do Peter Pan's Flight that often just because... Our... Well, it's not that we don't get to do it. We just don't do it as often. We don't choose we, to do it. We often need a fast pass, whereas, like, some of the other attractions on my list usually don't have an astronomical wait time, but Peter Pan's flight is never under 45 minutes. But the one time we did choose to do it, the 45 minutes flew because we were so immersed in the interactive queue. Yeah, if you get a chance to do their new queue line, it- it's really cool. Is queue line redundant? Anyway, if you get to go through the new queue, it's really neat. It's really interactive. Yeah, it's really, really neat. I definitely had Peter Pan's flight on my list, but you're right. We rarely go on it because, I mean, our general rule is anything over 30 minutes we don't touch, and we generally don't choose to use a fast pass on it. Yep. So that's my that's my second one. And I, I love flying over London. That's always my favorite part. Being in Neverland is okay, but I just love... That's another attraction, like, where I could just sit over London and watch the cars and pick out new details every time I... Actually look around. I guess next on my list, you know, I don't know... What would I want to run to second? We got the train out of the way. I really do like the Liberty Square Riverboat, which is down for refurbishment currently. But that's one of my favorite things to do. That's another one that's uh, it's an actual uh, paddle boat runoff, I believe, still steam. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, if you go down or when you walk into the main floor, you can see the engines and cages. 
And then if you go up to the very top, you can see the steam coming out of the, the exhaust pipes and actually get hit by some of the water droplets coming from it. Well, that's another neat, uh, for me, attraction. I guess you'll probably kind of realize that I like the attractions that are transportation in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Is the ferry boat on your list? I, that's why. I, no, because that's not an attraction, technically. <laughs> sure it is. We never get to ride monorail to the Magic Kingdom. We always have to ride the ferry boat. Because it's better. But it's not an attraction. It's just a... It's an attraction. It's a means of... I would say that the monorail is an attraction. A means of convenience. No, it's... No, it's an attraction in Disneyland. It's a means of transport in Magic Kingdom. Okay, so if we aren't being efficient and we're just going from attraction to attraction, what do you think my next one is? Pooh? Well, it's on my list, but it's not the next one. I don't know. What what would be your next one? Pirates. Oh. Is it on my list? Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, Pirates is definitely up there. Yep. And we've seen Pirates transform over the last couple of years. We haven't seen the newest transformation. Oh, the stupid transformation. No more redhead for you. Always got to worry about offending somebody. Got to get with the times. But I'm talking about, like, at the very beginning, the right. oh, when, the hologram in the mist is always different. It's either... How the movies always changed. And yeah. Actually, the mermaids, when they had those going, were one That's of the coolest cool. things you could see. But I, I don't know why they turned those off. Maybe... Because they never worked. Yeah, maybe they just didn't work for whatever reason. And I like the story that you kind of get that if you know a little bit of the background and the history of pirates, um, you you kind of get that yeah and if you get a chance uh read about it read about this actual background story of what walt wanted when he first built the one in disneyland but i also have to say that pirates has my least favorite thing in walt disney world and that is the hanging dirty foot yeah that's pretty gross it creeps me out yeah uh pirates caribbean is definitely on my list also um yeah what more can you say about it it's one of those must-dos and usually, I mean, usually when we're there, the line's not too terrible. You can jump right in or at least get inside pretty quickly. Maybe the the scariest attraction on my list would be next is Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> that one's on my list, too. It's definitely a must-do. And it doesn't bother me because it basically just goes in circles instead of going down steep hills. The yeah. steep hills are what get me. One of my favorite memories with Big Thunder Mountain is... Um, our last night before we moved home, and we got to watch Wishes while on. Oh yeah, that was Big that was pretty Mountain. neat. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, what's next for you? The next one on my list is a classic attraction, and that is "It's a Small World." Yeah, you know, I wonder how many people would actually include that on their list. Well, I have a couple of that are on my list just because of the sentimental memories that the i nostalgia with these attractions like small world was the last attraction we rode before michael proposed and i always have a funny story about how my mom called while we were in line and she called my phone and then asked to talk to michael and i was like which why? is completely out of the ordinary exactly and i was like why and she's like i just need to talk to him and then she's asking him a bunch of questions about him proposing and He's like, she's standing right here. I mean. What do you want from me? So that always makes me laugh. But but yeah, I love 
small world and it's a small world it's definitely a good one De- definitely a must do the dolls definitely still creep me out but oh, they'd creep me out if it was dark and they were still dancing and which they singing do and, and then their hair grows and they have to get haircuts and that's kind of creepy too Definitely a classic and definitely another uh, background story you should seek out, especially with this song, how Walt wanted it, how the Shermans wrote it, and how they first wrote it. It's very neat. Maybe another podcast idea we could work on. There you go. All right. My uh, next on the list is, let's see. You know, this isn't in order, but I'll go with the Swiss Family Treehouse. Really? We've only ever done that once. No, we've done it multiple times, but... My assumption is most people don't want to walk up all those stairs just to get to the top and go back yeah. down, but it gives you some interesting views. It's fun to walk through, but it's not like my right. I mean, yeah, on my must, my must do list. It's one of those that most people just walk by. So if you're never done it before or it's your first time, I definitely go check it out. All right, what do you got next? So my next one is the Carousel of Progress, which is. Usually one of our, it's hot, we need to sit down, we want air conditioning, but it's still... Yeah, we don't do it just because. We don't, but we definitely plan it during the day where we could use a break. There was recently a huge line there, for whatever reason, just a gigantic line to get on it, which there usually isn't. Usually it's sub 30 minutes all the time. It's funny because Carousel is one of those attractions that, like, I'll look up on YouTube and... Watch or listen. Yeah, watch and... Carousel Progress, another one with uh, some neat history. It started out uh, 1964 World's Fair and then moved to Disneyland and then finally moved to Magic Kingdom back in the 70s, I think. But definitely on my list also. Neat history there. And I love watching... I love watching the progression of progress and seeing the different eras and what was evolving over time yeah but it just well and the clothing it's another attraction that i wish i could just go play on kind of like haunted mansion where i just want to go walk around and sit with the the animatronics and sit in the old kitchens and the unfortunate thing with the how quickly technology moves nowadays they can't really keep up with editing that last scene to be modern times. But that's okay. I don't need it to be that way. Yeah, I mean, for those... It's classic. For those people that have uh, an attachment to it, it definitely doesn't matter. And think about what it was like back then. So that was pretty advanced thinking on their part. Right. I mean, it still kind of is to have an oven you can talk to is just finally coming around. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the VR glasses the kid and grandma were wearing... It's that's something that's definitely recently. just coming around and becoming mainstream. It's so it was the first smart house, right? Which now smart homes are becoming an they're, actual they're thing. Huge. Not to be confused with the Disney Channel original movie Smart House, <laughs> which was pretty good when we were kids. Well, right next to my list, I'm going to go with uh, Jungle Cruise. I didn't have that on my list, so I figured it would be yours. You didn't have Jungle Cruise on your list? Nah, I think it's a little chintzy. That's the whole point. I know. It's supposed to be about the, the corny jokes. I know. Another another attraction with good history and uh, a movie coming out soon with The Rock and... Yeah, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, or I shouldn't say The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Another video you have to check out of the movie set they built for the Jungle Cruise is just it's, massive. 
and crazy. looks really cool. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't have it on your list. No. Well, anyway, what's next on your list so, since you didn't have a classic on it? <laughs> well, I'm sure this isn't on your list, Splash Mountain. Yeah, definitely not on my list. Yeah. Michael doesn't like the drop at the end. I mean, Splash Mountain is great until the end. If I could... Bypass the drop. If I could just uh, step off right there or if there was a like a, a green version of it that just shoots off a different way and slowly comes back down, that'd be fine. But I like the big bear butts. Is it worth going on uh, if you're afraid of falls or heights? Is it worth going on just for the the story for the first time or whatever when you see it? I'd say yeah, but after, after that, that. That's, I the well, view the view is cool when you come to the very top and you get that few second view of the yeah. castle from the side and all that, that's really cool. But the drop's horrendous. <laughs> it's one of those where I wish I didn't meet the height requirement. Next on my list would be the people mover. Ah, oh, that's on my list too. That's got to be on everybody's list. That's another one when we need a break. We'll go to the people mover. Yeah. To sit. And it's neat because you get to go through, I mean, all a lot of the Tomorrowland attractions you get to see. And we've gotten lucky at least once or twice where we've gone through and Space Mountain has been down. And so we got to see Space Mountain. I've never seen it lit up. Really? I've been on it a couple times. And actually, I kind of refuse to watch videos on YouTube where it is lit up for whatever reason. I just don't want to see that side of it. Don't want the magic to be ruined. But you do get to see a peek at what epcot was supposed to be when you are on the people mover they they have the model of it i guess it's in space mountain but that's really neat to see but it is it's it's a neat ride around tomorrowland you get to Mm -hmm. uh, take a load off watch people walk in 15 minute break get to see parts of the hub and all that yeah it's a and nice sometimes the cast member is nice to let you ride again yeah if it's slow enough they'll they'll let you ride again all right, off from the people mover, what are we going to next? Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is not on my list. No? I love Pooh. But that's all, That's a nostalgia thing, though. Yeah, definitely. I have to go. I mean, it's neat. I, it's cool to see. I, and they've got another pretty cool interactive queue now there. Yeah. Not so much for the adults, but for the it's kids. It's definitely for the kids. Yeah. A lot of tactile things to the play with, mess around with. The pretty fun. Yeah, the honey wall is neat. It's, I think, a little aged already, but... Well, I'm sure it is, but it's still for kids who are five, six, seven years old, and yeah, it's kind of cool to have them be like, oh, look at that, I wiped the yeah, thing no, away. Yeah, it, no, it's definitely neat. There's some, what do you say, uh, Easter eggs in that also. Mm-hmm. The M- Mr. Toad. Toad handing the deed over to... To Owl. Is it to Owl? I can't remember. And then uh, there's also... Pooh's tree outside, if you go inside, there is a picture of the Nautilus inside the tree, which is, pays homage to uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which is an attraction that was long gone before, at least before I ever went there. I guess next to my list, uh, the Hall of Presidents. Oh, see, I put the one from Epcot on there, but not the Hall of Presidents. The Hall of Presidents is... If you're a history buff, all that. If you aren't from this country and want to learn a little bit about it, you can go to there and that gives you a good sense of, yeah, it's, I guess, where we get our, our pride in our country that I know a lot of other countries don't have in theirs. I feel like the Hall of Presidents has been down a lot when we've been at yeah. the parks. Well, so we, we haven't seen it in forever. 
It's one of those we just choose not to go on also. We, I guess, have bigger and better things to do. Yeah. Although the Muppets outside is pretty funny now. The little... Yeah, the, the little stage show or whatever you want to call it. Okay, what's next? So the next one on my list is Prince Charming's Carousel. Can you guess why? No. Because I wish that Walt Disney had taken Peel Travers on the carousel. Jeez. And that would have been <laughs> Disneyland, not Disney World. I know, World. but it's still an attraction that's yeah, at Walt it, Disney World. And it's uh, another attraction with a lot of history. It's 1913-1914 carousel that was moved to to Walt Disney World when it was first built. And uh, obviously has had some, I guess, additions and uh, maintenance things done to it that's changed it a little bit. but. And I do wonder if uh, there is a horse called Jingles, because that was what Tom Hanks said in the movies. Jingles was his favorite right. horse. I guess we'll have to go to Disneyland maybe find out. Yeah. Well, that wasn't on my list at all, but uh, I guess I'll include Seven Doors Mine Train on the list. Yeah, see, I mean... I mean, it's quick, yeah. but it's neat. I did how the, the carts sway and all that independently with what you're doing. And, and the mine scene is pretty cool. And the mine scene's cool. And, and the end with... The little foreshadowing of the, the evil queen. Yep. You need to watch that movie. Maybe that'll be tonight's movie. <laughs> tonight's movie in bed? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else on your list? Yeah, I have one more. And it's a duo. Oh, I have two more. Okay, so my next one is a duo, and it's only because it's it has more nostalgia for us. It's a duo. Well, the two that I am going to say, because it's the same thing. How do you mix two into one? Well, they're in the same land. Doesn't mean it's not <laughs> the same attraction. I'm making up my own rules, okay? All right, go ahead. So it's Space Mountain and Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear and Get Behind Space Mountain, definitely not. Well, you don't like Space Mountain, but Space Mountain was the first attraction we rode after we got engaged. Convinced we were gonna die. <laughs> so, yeah, we're engaged. My head's getting knocked there off. Something. Go. One of those. And tall I think tales. the night that we got engaged was the last time I've ridden Space Mountain. So, um, six years ago. Yeah, no, I can't say that I've been on it since then. Of course, I try to avoid it, so that might be why. And then we went from Space Mountain to Buzz Lightyear, and you got a perfect score. A perfect score. A perfect score. I did have Buzz Lightyear on my list probably just because of the perfect score. But it's also fun to shoot at those uh, I'm, uh, see, targets. I don't like those games because I'm never good at them. I just and got I always lucky lose. that night. I, I remember you also oh. trying to screw up my perfect score. I had to cover your eyes with my new bling. Yeah, Sure. All right, yeah, I guess I can see those for nostalgia reasons, but Space Mountain did not make my list just for the simple fact that it's not comfortable. So those are the last two on your list. I guess I will go with the last one on my list, which may surprise you, but it is one of the roller coasters that I have no problems riding. The Barnstormer? The Barnstormer. (laughs) It's because it's a baby coaster. It's a baby coaster. It's short, no big hills, no big drops. Perfect for me. And that's another one when they redid New Fantasy or built New Fantasyland and just took out Toontown, how they redid the Barnstormer and made the, the landscaping look pretty nice. Mm-hmm. My dad lost his hat on the Barnstormer. Yes, he did. That is it. is it for Magic Kingdom. It's probably a good thing that our next few lists are pretty small going to the next park. Uh, do you want to move on to Epcot? Yeah, I have more at Epcot than I do the other two parks. All right, let's do Epcot. So do I. 
What is your first attraction at Epcot? So my first attraction is Soren. Hey, me too. Although it kind of terrified me the first time I was well, on Well, and it. that was the first Disney attraction you ever rode. Yeah, it was terrifying. But I love the the senses, the sensory yeah, I mean, parts of the attraction. So feeling like you're flying and then the scents. And I love going over the orange field. And by scents, she means smells. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you basically get, what, three or four out of five of the senses? So it's... It's very neat. It's, yeah. Even the new one is very cool. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so that's number one on my list. Uh, next on my list is in the same uh, pavilion, I guess, the land. It is Living with the Land. Yep, that's the second one on my list, too. One of our... I love this attraction, and I don't know why. Usually only has a 10-minute wait or less, uh, sometimes 20-minute late, but it's really cool. I, I love you, going through the greenhouses, and I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, you get to see why. all the, the way they're, they're growing different stuff yeah. and different... Different ways of growing the things. How they like, ex- they experiment there. Doing the vertical growing instead of out of the ground, which I think would be cool to do. And some of the growing they do without any dirt at all. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And then you, you kind of get to see the labs that they work out of. That's one of those attractions. I want to do a behind the scenes of that. Like, and it's not, do the, it's not ter- I think it's only $10 or so to do yeah, it. It's, it's not, not terribly expensive, expensive. But I think it would be cool to go through the greenhouses and... And the food from the greenhouses they actually do use at the Garden Grill than mm-hmm. other places around property. And the food is amazing at the Garden Grill. Yeah, it's pretty good. You get a nice uh, family-style eating. All right, what's your next one at uh, Epcot? So the next one for me is American Adventure. This attraction makes me... Is, is that what it's called? What's yeah. it called? American yeah, Adventure? The American Adventure. Yeah. The whole thing is... Every time it makes me cry. And I don't... Maybe it's just the patriotism, but the songs and the story and then the two brothers and... Yeah, this is one attraction that's definitely very moving. Makes me cry. Definitely can make somebody that's a foreigner patriotic for America because they do do a good job of, I guess, telling the story of our country's birth and the music and everything. It's really neat, the effects, all that. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Was the next one on my list. I think that's uh completes my list for Epcot also. There's I mean three caballeros, that's neat and all yeah, that. I, like I mean that Oh one. Canada is neat just because uh, you get to go in the cave and get in some really nice air conditioning for a while, but other than that I mean, so I have Test Track more. is good, but it's yeah, not on my test list. Test track either. isn't on my list, nor is uh Mission Space. Yeah. It's cool. Mission Space is cool, but and Spaceship Earth is okay, but not right. Not one of my faves. I mean, it's really cool just because you get to go up in the the golf ball, so to speak. Right. But I do love me some figment. Well, figment's good. So I like Journey into the Imagination. Plus, it's got the catchy tune. Yeah. I didn't have it on my list, but that's a, another good choice. And I and I like the... I guess it's not one I have to do, so that's why it's... No, and it's not one that I have to do either, but it definitely made my list because I enjoy the... The message that it brings across of... Use your imagination. Using your imagination and finding your little spark. Uh, so that completes my Epcot list. All right, so move on to Hollywood Studios. Sure. What do you have? So the only one that I have that's not retired is Tower of Terror, <sighs> which Michael hates. We all know this. It's not his favorite. It's... No, and I mean, not even close to my favorite. It's at the bottom of the list. It's not even one that 
I want to go on per se, but I do like walking around the grounds and going into the hotel. It's another one. Right, the theming is right. really cool. And I love the Tower of Terror movie that's super chintzy too, but it's really cool to, to see how they, they take the story and mm-hmm. evolve it into the attraction. And I hope that ours isn't transformed into a galaxy. Uh, yeah, they better not. Yeah, theming's really cool. Not worth the price. Feeling like you're going to die. Feeling like you're going to die or fall. Yeah, even though you're not technically falling on that ride. You're being pulled down. Yeah, still, what if that breaks? You're screwed. I also hate the dummy at the end of, like, when you're all, when it's all said and done and the cage is, like, moving. In one of the stalls, there's a dummy that's, like, the Night of the Living Dummies from um, Goosebumps. I've only ridden it once. I don't remember that at all. I'm sure I was too yeah. traumatized to look around after I got off the, yep. the ride. Well, I uh, put Muppet Vision 3D as I my one attraction. Yeah. I mean, that one's funny no, no matter how many times you go. Yeah, it's a good one. That's one of those 4D. 4D? No, maybe that's just 3D. I think it's you, 3D, nothing, but it breaks the fourth dimension. Nothing like shoots anything out at you or anything. Yeah, it does. And bubbles? Or something the like bubbles, that. there's yeah, water. Yeah, so there you go. So it is kind of 40. Yeah. Is that why? Maybe I'm Yeah, thinking. when Fozzie has the, oh, the yeah, flower so yeah, and he yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, since we both only had one thing at Hollywood Studios, I mean, there's there's a lot of extinct ones there recently that... So I have the great movie ride. Yep, that definitely would have been on the list. I'm very upset. And the backstage tour, both of which... Yeah, the backlot tour was Both recently too. taken away from us. And the... Indiana Jones is, is fine. It's okay. Star Tours, I That's mean, cool. is fine. If you get, you know, each different, uh, what do they say, there's 40-some or whatever different scenarios you could go through, although I don't think I've had much variation when we go on them. No. And Toy Story's okay. Yeah, but Toy Story's cool. It's it's, it's like one Buzz Lightyear except harder, I want to say. I don't know. Right. And that, But there's all a whole new Toy Story land, which we right, which haven't, we haven't had the chance of yet. experiencing. So, so I guess these lists can always change and... Uh, since we're done with Hollywood Studios for now, let's move on over to Animal Kingdom. Did you have any there? I did. I had two. Yeah, me too. And that's not to say that there aren't other a lot of honorable um, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. And some of my like the one that I really love. I love the Finding Nemo stage show, but we also don't do that often. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't even think about that one. That was just like Ariel or in Lion yeah. King. The Lion King. Oh, yeah. Festival of the Lion King is pretty cool too. So those, but those are shows. I mean, they're right. attractions, but which we could do another podcast on just shows. So maybe oh, we for will. Sure. So the first one on my deck list is Expedition Everest. Yeah. Yeah. Not on your list. Uh, no. One of those I can. You can tolerate. I can it. tolerate it, but you don't scream like a little baby. Usually, choose not to go. And I got used to, I guess, the big surprise at the very beginning. But there's some. Uh, pretty big quick drops that I don't really care for on that attraction, so I tend to avoid it. That's why having a nephew around is a good excuse to, to watch. oh, I'll watch the baby. You guys, don't worry about me. wasn't on my list, but I uh, I guess I'll move to uh, a dinosaur. Oh, I forgot about dinosaur. That's a fun one. That's one we quote often yeah. at home. Probably one of my favorites of seeing Therese so terrified that she's almost in one of our laps. That was a fun day. So, Dinosaur, uh, what's next? So, the only other one on my list is 
Kilimanjaro Safari. Yep, that was on my list also. But again, I, I mean, the safari is really cool. All the animals you get to see, and the and we've had some pretty funny moments yeah, on the safari. So you, it's one of those that you never know what you're going to get. Right, and nature's nature. Na- yep. Sometimes things just happen in nature, and and now that you can do it uh, at night, it kind of gives you a whole different side of it. So right. But I, the, yeah, there's definitely. I mean. I like taking the train to Rafiki's Planet Watch or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. But other than that, there's nothing I have to do there, Bugs Life, whatever. And again, we haven't been to Avatar World, so. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. We haven't seen the new additions that have been made to the park, so we can't speak on those attractions right now just because we haven't seen them yet or had the experience and pleasure of trying them out. Right. I guess that ends it for Animal Kingdom, huh? Yeah. And that'll end it for our episode. Unless you got anything else to say. Nope. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening to the WDW Chronicle Podcast. If you like us, you can rate and subscribe to this show on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and any other podcast app you might use. If you don't like us, we, we understand. But please don't <laughs> don't kill us on the reviews. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, kinda. All you have to do is search for uh, the WDW Chronicle or WDW Chronicle. Uh, should both show up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can check us out at our website, WDWChronicle.com. For this week, I'm Michael. And I'm Tiffany. And you'll hear from us next week. Bye. See ya. That's your show.